Hello and welcome to another edition of the Third Shift Football Podcast. This time we talk about Thursday Night Football, take a look ahead to the Week 9 slate, and congratulate the Houston Texans on continuing to be the only AFC South team to tank properly. Hey everybody, how are you doing on this sleepy Thursday? I am Josh Atkinson, Neil Tarver. Neil, it is 11 o'clock Eastern time. Yes, the game is still going on with a man 47. The Eagles just got called for ineligible receiver downfield. 147 to go, it's third down. There's players yawning on the bench. Gotta love Thursday night football. Oh man. Um, But this was actually an entertaining Thursday night football, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it really was. Ike, um, so for those that missed the game or you didn't watch the game, first drive went perfect for Houston when a scripted got a touchdown, thought their play calling was brilliant for what they were trying to do. Then the Eagles kind of struggled until they rallied 14 straight. And then the Texans tied it before halftime again, and I thought that was a good good play by then to keep it close. That's all you want to do against teams like the Eagles. And then the Eagles – they flex their muscles in the second half. They're up 29 to 17. Uh, they it's fourth down. They're punting with 136 to go. But this was just a Thursday game. It, it was a trap game for the Eagles. And now they're eight and zero for the first time in team history, which I didn't know that until before the game. Uh, Amazon had that really nice stat about that. Say that stat for me one more time. So they're eight and zero for the first time in team history. Oh, wow. Okay. That's neat for them. I mean, and the Eagles have a very rich history in the National Football League. Yeah, they've been around for quite a long time. And so that, that is quite a stat. Um, Honestly, this game, you're right, Thursday night game. The, my biggest takeaway from this game is, is the Eagles better hope Jordan Davis gets healthy quick because their run defense falls the fuck apart when he's it out of the lineup. It was horrendous. Uh, they're going and, for it on fourth and one right now, Neil, on their own side of the field. Yeah, why not? You can ice the game if you get it. And if you don't get it, then you still have another chance to get I the ball back. They're trying to draw offside. Oh, they went for it. QB sneak. Goddard pushes hurts. First down ball game with 135 to go. Yeah, I'm with you too. Houston was able to run the ball very efficiently against this team. And that is a pause for concern because that's how you beat these great offenses. You keep them on the sideline. It's side not, line. though. No, it's not. I'm sorry. No. Stop yes, that. it is. It's not. People how? have been saying. No, no, no. No, no, no. People have been saying that since the Chiefs took off in 2018. And not a single team has beat the fucking Chiefs like that. I think the Chiefs are a different breed when it comes to that. No, because, you have no, to score. No. I, you have I to hear, score. No, I hear you, but hold on for a second. How do you think the Patriots kept being the Colts in the early 2000s? They kept paying off the field, and they scored. They did. Look. And that's how, I just that's think how the you whole... have to beat a dynamic offense like the Eagles. The Eagles are probably the hardest team to guard next to the Chiefs. Like, yeah, I, I, agree, I think the Bills, the Bills are kind of predictable. Because they throw the ball all over the yard. It doesn't mean they're not hard to stop. I think out of the three contenders, 
The Eagles had the hardest offense to defend, followed by the Chiefs and then the Bills. In a way to negate their offense, you have to keep them off the field and score. No, you do. I, no, you don't. How else you are you going to gonna stop it, Neil? No, you one need can... to score as much as possible. This I idea, that, but you need... have this. You have to have long, sustaining drives. You can't just score boom, 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 boom. But yes, and, you. And... That's what you have to do because that team's trying to do it at the Kansas City. They're trying to do it for years since the Mahomes era has started. And you go on these big drives, and you can get one or two of those for a touchdown. But the thing is, the Chiefs then respond one minute drive, two minute drive, just boom, 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 points. And you can't keep up with that with the whole long ground and pound attack. You have to do everything in your power to get that ball moving and explosive because you can't take possessions away. You have to keep up. You're not hearing the point. Though. I am hearing what you're saying. But if you, I have, think it's still no, wrong. No. Because the whole seven, eight minute drive, you can't do that every fucking drive in a game. Yeah, you That's can. Just you want to know why? Thing. Tell me one team has beat the Bills or the Chiefs like that in the last five years. The, the Chiefs literally did it to the Bills. They did it in the that Bengals one did rain it to game. the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. The fuck they did? Yeah, they did. In the whole second half, the Bengals cut the Chiefs' offense off the field and scored By every time. By stopping them. Yeah, and they scored. And they kept the they ball on the this they is the thing, Neil. Hold on. Hold on. I let you have your moment. Give me mine okay. for a second. If you have long sustaining drives and you do it all game, what does that mean for the other team's defense? It means they, in theory, they're getting tired. Exactly. That is the point I'm making. That's how you beat this Eagles team. But the that, point that's the I'm... only way. No other no team has the corners to guard AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. Nobody, nobody has a corner except for maybe the Bills if Tredavious White is an all-pro corner again. Do you agree with me on that? No other team. No, has I agree. Team. I agree. No other team has a front four that can compete with that O-line except for maybe the Bills. And you have maybe to have an exceptional Bills. linebacking core to make the tackles. How else do you stop them? You do what the Texans did in the first half. They did. You have my problem right now is you have not refuted my point at all. Yeah, I, I literally have. No, you haven't. Because my point is, is it hasn't worked. Is we have had the same argument about this whole ground and pound, limit possession, do all this thing for the past 10 fucking years. And with the modern day offenses, it just doesn't work. The entire AFC South is designed to do this. Every time they've come up against the like the Bills or the Chiefs in a, or even the Bengals, you said that about the Bengals, but the Bengals threw the shit out of the ball. Bengals were just scoring in that second half against the Chiefs, and then their defense was doing that drop, that rush three, drop eight thing, and just nuked the Chiefs' offense into the ground. But every other team, you have to score in bunches and keep up. The whole limit possessions hasn't worked because other teams score so quickly that all of a sudden you're down and the whole limiting possession thing starts to work against you. My argument is you have to keep up. You have to do everything in your power to do that. And the whole grind it out, run the ball a bunch, all these short gains, eventually you're going to get sacked. Eventually on one of these drives, something bad is going to happen. There's a reason every NFL defense is set up to stop that nowadays because it's not efficient. It's not sustainable realistically over an entire game. And eventually against a high-powered offense, it's going to put you in the thing. If you're facing the Eagles, if you're facing the Bills, if you're facing the Chiefs, you have to go. 
You have to pick up whatever the fuck you can. You have to score as much and as fast as you can and hope you can get some turnovers. The whole limiting possessions thing simply does not work anymore. It does with this Eagles team. It doesn't. The Bills and Chiefs, I'll give it to you. Their offense is score in a snap of a finger. This Eagles offense doesn't. It's a lot more methodical than what you're giving credit for. They they oh. don't have a quick, high-powered offense. They just don't. That's not they how are they more play. West Coast. They're a lot more West Coast. They're a lot like what the, the Chargers were in the 2000s, the Colts. That's my comparison. And I'm telling you, that's the way you're going to beat this Eagles team. But you have to have the right defense to do it. And there's really only one team that has the defense to do it. And they play in Orchard Park. That's what I'm saying. That's the only way you're going to beat them. And maybe Dallas, maybe Dallas can do it because they kind of have the front four to do it. They just don't have the corners. No, not at all. Well, I don't know. Diggs has been better this year than I give him credit for. That's fine. But that method works. We were at the game where it worked against the Chiefs. Do you not remember the Colts? No, I remember no, you know the reason that worked is because Tyreek Kill was out. I believe Sammy Watkins was out. I think Travis Kelsey might have been out in that game. No, the Kelsey in- was the only guy that played. Yeah, and I hear so you on that. There was that's no the weapons, only reason that worked in the that Colts game. Most of the Chiefs long... turned it over five times or something like that. No, I think it was like just once or twice. The Colts, I'm going to pull it up. Okay, fine. 20, 2019. I know the game you're talking about, and the know, Chiefs we were, were extremely there. hurt. They turned it over on weird fumbles at least twice in that game. And I would argue it's not because they limited possessions, but just because the Chiefs were injured and they got shut down. Both teams had a turnover that it game. It wasn't two? Because I remember Dan, nope. uh, what's Both his face? Both teams had a turnover. Okay. The Colts had the ball for 37 minutes and 15 seconds to the Chiefs, 22 and 45. Okay, so your one example is them beating a Chiefs team with all of its top offensive weapons out except for Travis Kelsey. I hear no, I I give you that. But that's how that is one way of beating a high powered offense. Now the Chiefs are a different breed, and so are the Bills. The Eagles, they're not the same offense as those two. They're just not. They're not built like that. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that was why the Texans stayed in this in the first half. First drive of the game went perfectly scripted. They got ahead. The Eagles rallied 14 straight. The Texans got it back, and that first half was over within an hour. An hour. This was a fast Thursday night game. It's 11-11. Usually the game's not over until another, like, five minutes or so. Hell, we've had games that not until 11-30. There was not a lot of possessions in this game. I actually want to go see how many possessions there were. I don't All think right. there was that many. Um, Three, total four, drives, five, 19. Five, 19 total. Yeah. so That's not a lot of drives. No, and look where it got Houston. They were in striking distance and Sefford Davis most through an interception. They were there. I, I, I'm sorry. I've just I've heard that same argument for years now, and I've literally never seen it work. I just want teams to be smarter. I want teams to realize their best chance to win is to push and push hard and hope the turnover luck goes their way. I think that's the best way. 
And I'm trying but, to rally because I just think that's the smarter way to play. I, I just do the whole running limit possessions thing. To me, it's not sustainable, especially when a team's turned on in the postseason. As somebody that had the pleasure of watching a high-powered offense when they were a child, watch Peyton Manning still on the sideline a whole fucking game against New England every year. I'm just telling you, it worked that whole decade. But it's 2020 now. It's a different game. Yeah, but the Colts were kind of ahead of the game at that point. They were almost what this offense now in the league is. They, they pretty were much were. They weren't running as much spread, but you're right. They were a more closer high-octane attack. They were the most high-octane offense in the league at that point. And they never seen before. That's just my point. It doesn't work all the time, but it's just a way of doing it. It is one way. Yes. So congrats on the Eagles making team history. Um, clearly the class in the NFC and the NFL, because they just are undefeated. And, you know, and as Neil mentioned in the intro, Houston, you're the only AFC South team to correctly tank. Good work. This- you're going to get a good quarterback and the rest of your division is going to do nothing. All right, let's go through the rest of the slate. Um, We're just going to go through the games that's on ESPN uh, with their spreads. So uh, first game is the Chargers, Falcons, and Atlanta. The Chargers are favored by three on Fox. Neil, who do you like? I like the Falcons in this game, actually. Okay. And it's not... Division-leading Falcons? Yes, your NFC South division-leading Falcons. Jesus Christ. I like the Falcons in this game, and it's this is not actually me taking a dig at the Chargers for once. They're just hurt. Keenan Allen's hurt again. Mike Williams is out again. Austin Eckler's been hurt this week. Their defense has sucked against the run this year, and that's just what the Falcons do. And for me, I think the Chargers are just too hurt, and I think the Falcons are just going to run it down their throat. I like the Chargers. And okay. I, hear, I hear all the injuries, but I think this is the Justin Herbert game. This is the game we've been waiting for all year. He was supposed to be an MVP candidate. He hasn't been that yet. I think this is the game he does it. With we'll lesser the Jalen Guyton game. Yep. So give me the Chargers with the cover of three. Moving on to the Windy City, the Dolphins travel there to take on the Bears. The Dolphins are favored by four and a half. They should win this game and cover. Should? I. Uh. I'm with you on that one. I'm a little worried the Dolphins are going to come out flat again and have something bad happen, but I think the Bears' defense is such a mess now that they've got rid of a lot of their pieces. So, yeah, give me the Dolphins. Yeah, and the Chase Claypool effect is going to take another week. Oh, yeah. It, it takes a while to learn playbooks in the NFL. You can't just trade a guy like in the NBA and they can just play because that's his basketball. You actually have to know the plays in the NFL. Um, let's move on. Panthers, Bengals, and Cincinnati on Fox. The Bengals are favored by seven. I don't know why it's not higher. Probably because the Bengals just got their ass whipped. And that's why I think they're Browns. Gonna, they're gonna bounce back. It's a huge bounce back week for the Bengals. I would agree with you, mostly because I'm super unimpressed with the Panthers, but I do think the Panthers have a better shot in this game than maybe we're imagining. And if they lose, if the Bengals lose, we need to have a talk about this offense without Jamar Chase because, oh boy. Yeah, I agree with that. What about the cover? Uh, yeah, give me the Bengals cover. Like the, the Panthers are just ass, man. I would agree with that. It's, it's tough too because before the season, we liked the Panthers as a sneaky team to make it in the playoffs. And, well, 
They were a missed field goal away from being a division leader at three and five. <laughs> oh, the NFC South hurts my soul. Packers, Lions in Detroit. The Packers are only fair by three and a half. This Lions defense is so bad, the Packers offense might look really good. And that's why I'm going to take the Packers in covering. I'm legitimately torn on this game because. Oh, yeah. really? Well, oh, yeah, because you're right. The Packers' offense sucks. I'm sorry, the Detroit defense sucks hard. But I'm not sure it's that bad against the run necessarily. And what is what are the what are, what's what's Green Bay gonna do? Pass on you? <laughs> I don't think so. But yeah, I, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna be with you on the Packers on this one. I just their defense is probably just good enough to bother the Lions, and that should be enough with Jared Goff. What about the cover? Do you like? I'll give uh, him the cover. Yeah, I I think this is the hardest game to pick. This next one is the Colts, Patriots, and Foxborough. The Patriots are favored by five. It's on CBS. Both offenses have been very uninspiring. Both defenses are good. They're not great. The Colts just fired their offensive coordinator. They replaced their quarterback. They traded their backup running back. There's really a Swiss Army knife. The Patriots keep having to answer questions about Mac Jones. How do you see this game going? I see it. I think the Pats will win this game. And I think they'll win it somewhat handily. They'll cover. But it it comes down to the fact that it's still Bill Belichick. And despite my many stated um, grievances with how he's handled the offense this year, he's still a mastermind defensive coach. And he's going to make Sam Ellinger's life hell. He listed 14 of the Colts players in his press conference. Yeah, dude, he's gassing up. He's gassing up a team he thinks is bad. Now that didn't work against the Bears, but look, I I just think it's going to come down to I think Bill's too smart of a guy to be outfoxed by this Colts offense. Um, so Jonathan Taylor has not practiced yet this week. It is Thursday. We got one more day of practice. So Deion Jackson, who filled in admirably those two weeks with Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines out. I like the Colts, and I shouldn't, but I really don't trust this Patriots offense. I really don't. Nah, dude, go on the vibes. I'm with you. I I just I like if this was a Josh McDaniels led offense, this would be the Patriots in a landslide. But I just can't. I can't trust it. And like this, this defense of the Colts is actually really good. It's the only reason why they've been in games the whole year. The only reason. So, um, also, Frank Wright is literally taking charge of the whole offense, which I don't know why he hasn't the whole time. So, we'll see if it's any better, which it should be. Um, Rookie quarterbacks never play well against Bill Belichick. That's something to keep in mind, too. But give me the Colts with the upset. And the the Colts need this game more than the Patriots. Like, both teams need it, but the Colts really need it because the Titans go to Kansas City. The Chiefs should win that game. They're a half game back of the division because they have to win a division to get in. Let's just be honest. So, the Colts are still fine for a playoff spot, even though they probably shouldn't. So, give me the Colts. Bills-Jets. We're back to the argument of slowing down high-powered offenses, Neil. Yes, we are. And the only way the Jets are going to – Stay in this game is keeping Josh Allen off the field. 
because they well, can't outscore the Bills. I'm going to be blunt and honest. You're right. They're also going to lose quite badly. Give me the Bills in the cover, even though it's 12, 11 and a half. You're right. The only way they can is to try and keep them off the field, run the ball, and control the clock game. They're going to lose by 15. <laughs> Do they bench Zach Wilson in the game? Maybe. I feel like it's coming. If he if he has the same performance last week, he's got to be benched. Well, um, you just have to get any form of pressure on him, and Lord knows the Bills can do that. So, Vikings commanders in the nation's capital. And before we pick the game, um, Daniel Snyder has uh, it's Bank of America. He's he's hired to help facilitate a sale of the team because the federal government's investigating the commanders. Oh, what a shocker. Uh, reports is Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z might buy the team. RG3 is trying to buy the team. Um, if you're a Commanders fan, this is a great week. The dark clouds being lifted off of once a historic, proud franchise. And you know what? That's going to get them the win. There's going to be a lot of juice in Washington. And this is a game I see Kirk Cousins struggling, even though he shouldn't. So give me the commanders with the upset. Yeah, I, I can't agree with you on that. I just That's look, fine. I think the fan base will be invigorated. I really do. But the problem with Washington right now is they're just not that consistently good on either side of the ball. Their D line's okay, and that might give some problems. I'm willing to admit that. But they just don't have the secondary to keep up with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and now Trent uh, Hawkinson. They can't keep up. They've got that. And then on the other side of the ball, the, the Vikings defense is decent enough. Like, it really is. And Taylor Heineke can win you, like, a low-scoring game where not much happens. Taylor Heineke's not putting up 28 in a game. It's just not a thing. So give, give me the Vikings to cover. All right. Uh, this game is actually really difficult to pick, too. Just previewing it, <laughs> Neil's covering his face. It's the Raiders, Jaguars, and Jacksonville. The Raiders are favored by one half. This game's on CBS too, so I believe my brain says it should be the Raiders. This should be the Raiders. They have the talent on offense, at least. They have everything they should have. But every time I'm like, okay, Raiders, this week you're gonna come out and you're not gonna be a shit show. By fucking God, they don't do that shit. Yeah, but I I can't trust Trevor Lawrence. I know, and that's the flip side. I can't trust either one of these goddamn teams. It's pretty bad. I'm going to go with the Raiders, mostly on gut feeling in that one. They got embarrassed last week, so they're looking to bounce back. And two, they just have the better personnel than the Jaguars, so give me the Raiders, I guess. Give me the Raiders with the cover. But I'm rooting for a tie. It's the most appropriate way of settling this game. So yeah. that's my hope. Um, that is the early slate. A lot of games there. Only two for the late slate, Neil. So if you got stuff to do, even though it's going to be dark by the time these games start, because your clocks go back an hour, people, on Sunday. Don't forget that. Um, Such thing as I get an extra hour of sleep on Sunday? Hell yeah, yeah. But then you don't get the extra hour of daylight in the evening sucks anyway seahawks cardinals in arizona this is a big nfc west game for both teams both need it 
I actually like this game better than the other one. For the Sunday late slate. Um, Wait, the Cardinals are favored? I don't know why, but they are by two. Because that can't be right. I guess. No. Which it's... also which means on a neutral field, they think the Seahawks are only a point favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, fuck that. Seahawks. <laughs> the Seahawks aren't a fucking disaster right now. What do you want from me? You mean Arizona? I'm saying the Seahawks aren't one. That's why they're gonna win. I'm thinking Arizona. Are you? Okay. Um I think Kyler has to have a big game. And this is it. Like DeAndre Hopkins will have 10 catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. I think Kyler has like a 300 yard passing game with like 70 rushing yards. They have to have this game. Can I can I give you maybe something that might change your mind a little bit? Hmm. Did you know that the Seahawks defense has been one of the best defenses in terms of like DVOA since like week six or week like four? They've been incredible. Yeah, they've been, they've truly turned around because I know in our head, we're still thinking of that Saints game they lost, but gave up a ton of points. But ever since then, they've been a pretty locked down defense. Like guys like Tariq Wolin have stepped up. Just saying, just putting that out there. I I, I like that. Good nugget there, Neil. Mm -hmm. Rams, Bucks, a rematch of last year's playoff game. The Bucks are fair by three coming off the bye week. They don't have Shaq Barrett, which really hurts. I don't like this slate. I'm going to have to pick the Rams. I, I just don't trust the Buccaneers offensive line. I don't trust the Rams offensive line either, but God, Aaron Donald's going to have a fucking field day. He's going to eat. <sighs> Yeah, I'm going to go with you. I don't trust any part of the Bucks right now, especially after freaking their OC had a big press conference today where he's talking about, like, you have to run to establish play action, which is demonstrably not true. And also, he doesn't know what EPA is, and he keeps running the ball. Oh, God, that was a disaster. Moving on, Sunday Night Football, Neil's Kansas City Chiefs host the Titans. The Chiefs are fair by 12 and a half. It should be more. And... Oh, no, this is not going to be a close game. The only way this is close is if the Titans get ahead. And they control the clock, which keeps Mahomes off the field. Don't, don't, don't. Just don't, don't with me. Just don't. Just don't. You remember the last time the Titans played the Chiefs at Arrowhead and they got out to a big lead? Oh, remember they lost by like yeah, and then the Chiefs 20 chose fucking violence. points? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's yeah. why the Chiefs are winning this game. They're not losing. Agreed. I, I'm not thinking they're losing. I think they won't cover, though. I just – the Chiefs' run defense, oh, they are coming up a bye, which is good for Kansas City. But the Chiefs' run defense has been bad since, like, week four. Ever since they held the Bucks to negative three rushing yards, they have been fucking abysmal against the run. And that might – I think that might keep the Titans within, like, ten points. Okay. Respect that. I like the Chiefs covering. Uh, do we know if Tannehill's going to play? Because that's why like, I, I like that, Malik I Willis, but – they are not going to even stay close in this game. Though, like That's times. why I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Chiefs covering regardless. Uh, I heard Tannehill Titans against Chris Jones. Hell to the no. To the no, no, no. Last game, Monday Night Football, Ravens, Saints. The Ravens fired by two and a half. Rashard Bateman is out the rest of the year. Ugh. So Lamar literally has nobody to throw the ball to, and I'm taking the Saints at home. I, I can't trust this Ravens offense that they they had one need 
They refused to add to it, which was receiver. The Saints are going to cover everything. They're going to stop Lamar from running. The Saints are going to win. I'm going to pick the Ravens off of a mini buy. I just think that the New Orleans offense is too kind of meh right now, like especially with Michael Thomas is out for the year. That's a fun thing. It doesn't matter. They haven't had it Michael doesn't. Thomas in two years. Pretty much, yeah. Um, I just don't think that the Saints have the juice, and I think the Ravens coming off a of mini buy will be able to put together something a little smarter than what they did last Thursday night where they forgot how to do QB run and their normal offense for an entire half. Yeah, but this Saints defense is different. It's a little different, yeah. Not like, too much, I, though. I like them. I like them a lot. So that's yeah. week nine. It's going to be a weird one, folks. It's just going to be a weird one. Yeah, and teams are going to keep offenses off the field. Show me when it works in the modern era. I I... If the Jets do it, I'm going to fucking have a field day. I will have a f- – or the tie-ins. I will have the glorious field day, and I'm going to be insufferable. You will absolutely be insufferable. No, if none of those – if they try that and they get blown out, I won't say a peep. I'll just have the smug satisfaction that I was right. You will feel <laughs> emanating through this podcast. <laughs> We won't even have an episode on Sunday. You'll just feel the energy radiating off of me in the Arrowhead parking lot. (laughs) Oh, you're going to be at this game? I think so. Beautiful. All right. We'll have an episode for you on Monday. That way Neil can enjoy his team shit-kicking the Titans. I mean, I hope so, yeah. No, it's going to happen. This this let it happen. I would love to. On that note, have a great night. We hope your fantasy teams do well, your teams do well. Don't forget we're on most podcast platforms as well. 